This message is brought to you by ABC Church in Ammonford, West Wales. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org. <laughs> um, I'm preaching from something you probably never, ever heard before. Not very famous verse whatsoever. Romans 12, 1-2. Everyone knows this one. If you don't, welcome to Romans 12, 1-2. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant part of the Bible. So I'm going to read it in NIV, then I'm going to read it in message, because they're both awesome, and I couldn't decide which one. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformed has been said a lot today. Oh, see, it's all linking in here. Oh, I've lost it now. Um, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, perfect will. Message version is like bonkers. Ready for this? So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life. Your sleeping, eating, going to walk, work, going to walk, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. And like the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings out the best of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Amen? Okay, in YABC the other day, Paul came to see us. And uh, at the end, he was like, do you know one of my favorite things about YABC? What? Am I on? And being asked, are you on? Oh, that sounded gross. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I was like, I shouldn't have even said the second bit. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> what a start. I told you I'm not ready for this message, like, okay? Right. What was I saying? Yeah, what you see. Paul came to see us in what you see. And Luke preached. And, oh, where's Luke? He's gone. Oh, no, he's up there. Luke preached an awesome message. And then I was leading, whatever, no big deal. And uh, Paul came up and he was like, Luke, it was awesome, awesome. And he said, Ems, one of the favorite things I did, you did tonight was when you said amen, you made everyone else say amen. So when I say amen, you go, amen. And if there's not enough volume, I'm just going to keep standing and going, amen. 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 Okay. That way I know you're awake. Okay, you're listening to me. I know you're awake then. Let me just have a drink. Okay, oh, I'm shaking. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> right, so for me, can we get um, the NIV version up, please? Uh, this passage is about something that we need to do. It's a doing passage, I suppose, right? So it says, um, Therefore, I urge you, brother and sister, in view of God, God's mercy, to offer your bodies. So the th- first thing that stood out to me is the word offer. I Google everything. I'm just telling you right from the start I'm not this intelligent I just google everything okay offer actually means an expression of readiness to do or give something if desired so for me this suggests that Paul's saying this is your choice to make it's a decision you have to make to offer yourself offer is to give something when you desire to give it so um, Paul's asking us to offer yourselves you're not being told you have to give yourself you're being asked offer yourself your body as a living sacrifice 
I found it a bit odd that he chose to say your bodies. I was like, can't you just say me? But, um, you know, offer yourselves rather than offer your bodies. But I was just thinking about it, and I was thinking, actually, no. Offering your body is like, that's physical, isn't it? And if we do physical things, we see physical things happen, if you know what I mean. So for me, this bit, I might be wrong, I don't really care, because I just think it sounds cool, but uh, it's right for me. Offering yourself as, like, your body is like giving something physical to God. And that's awesome. Not just your soul, but saying, actually, everything on the outside and everything on the inside is yours. Not just my heart for now. You can have every part of me. That's what I took from that. Um, and then it says, um, holy and pleasing to God. Now, we all know what pleasing means, keeping him happy, isn't it? Nice, happy. Holy, though. I was like, holy and pleasing, right? Holy, not catching on. I don't get when people say, oh, we're a holy people. No, I don't get it. But I Googled it again. And holy is belonging to, derived from, or associated with a divine power, living or undertaken with highly moral or spiritual purpose. So what I think took from that is that you're offering yourself um for a spiritual purpose um you're you belong to god you are derived from god and you're associated with god if you're a christian so you are undertaking things in a for a spiritual pur- purpose as if you give your bodies as a living sacrifice so that's the first bit that's the first bit i got from that second bit then is um something that we should Hold on now, I'm getting lost. <laughs> oh, that's right. The first bit I just said was something that we do. The second bit is something we shouldn't do. That's fine. It's good when God tells us not to do something, isn't it? It's all fine. No problems. So it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Conform means to behave according, according to socially acceptable... Accept, oh, why can't I speak? There, I feel like Phil. <laughs> Behave according to socially acceptable conventions or standards to be similar in form or type. So to me, this sentence, do not conform to the pattern of this world, tells us not to behave according to socially acceptable conventions or standards. Don't be similar in form or type to the culture of this world. You need to conform to what God tells you to do, because God is God, and what's the world without God? You don't need to do what the God tells you to do. The God tells you to do the world. Oops. Sorry. Um... The message version basically sums it up, right? Don't be so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. And like the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. I think that is one of the hardest things in the world to have to do with you. Like to be different to everyone else is very difficult. But we're called to do it, so we've got to try, you me. And then the third bit I got from this was the be transformed bit. So um, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Uh, and what I noticed is this isn't a do or a don't do. This is actually something you need to allow to happen to you. Be, um, you know, it says be transformed, not, well, I can't put it any other way, but you know, be transformed. Be, the word be doesn't mean you do it. You let someone else do it. Be transformed. Um, so it's like letting that happen. Obviously, you have a part to play, but you have to let that happen. If you say no, then you're not going to get changed. So you have to allow yourself to be transformed. 
Uh, transform means to undergo a marked change in form, nature, or appearance. And to renew means to give fresh life to or strength to, to make new or as if new again. So for me, this says to undergo a marked change in form or nature or appearance by making your mind new again. Simple. Not simple, but it sounds simple. So how do we get changed? Um, by following the first two bits that we just said about um, offering yourselves as a living sacrifice and then not conforming, but also reading your Bible, going to church, going to your house group, talking to God, praying to God, worshipping, all this sort of stuff all adds up. Awesome. I could just leave it there, couldn't I? Like, some preachers preach that bit for 40 minutes, and it's like, all right, pal, we're getting the, we're getting the point. Move on, innit? You know, it, I just did that in, what, five minutes? I got my phone to check my time every now and then because I was so long last time. It's so, I'm not being rude, okay? Oh, actually, I'll put it, no, I won't. I'll put it in my pocket. But, uh, yeah, I could take ages explaining all those things again, but what's the point? Because for me, we're missing one key element. If we go, is obvious too. Yeah. Let's, I'm going to read it again. I'm going to see if you can see what my missing element is, right? Because if I hear people praying or uh, speaking messages about, you know, like wanting God's will, we want to see God's will, we want to see Armour changed in God's will, we want God to do this, that, the other. So for me, we're really missing something big style in here, right? And there's one word we're missing that has got emphasis big style for me when I read it, okay? So let's read again. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For me, the emphasis word right here, right now, is the word then. The word then means after or afterwards. So often, we want the then before looking at the before. If you want then, you have to have something before. So for me, when I read this, you have to read it with an emphasis on then. On then. The word is so important because if you want to know what God's will is, if you want to be able to test and approve God's will, if you want to work under God's will, then you need to do the before things, the first three things we just spoke about. Otherwise, how are you going to do it? If God's word says we need to do those three things then, then we can't skip the first part. We can't use this as a tip-ex Bible, right? And be like, forget that bit. We just want God's will because that's so much easier. I don't have to do anything then. So then is a real, real important word for me in this verse. After we offer ourselves as sacrifices, after we decide not to conform, after we allow ourselves to be trans transformed, then we will be able to see God's will. I've actually forgotten to tell you the title of the message. Should I tell you the title of the message? I have named it. The title of this message is, I love Jesus, but, because I put that there, because when I said to Carlos, it was like, oh, it's called, I love Jesus, but, and then I was like, I sound really Welshy. I sound like, that's what my grandfather would turn to me and go, I love Jesus, I do, but, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not that, it's got a little comma, right? I love Jesus, but, dot, 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 okay? Let's get that all sorted out in the open there. I feel like this is a sentence maybe we use as a Christian to justify all the things we shouldn't do. I love Jesus, 
but I love going out with my friends and I love getting drunk and I love having a drink. And you know what? It's all good though, because then I had like this drunk conversation about God with my friend and then like he was totally saved. Not that he remembered the next day, but you know, still love Jesus because I spoke about Jesus while I was drunk. So it's all good. It's all fine. Don't worry about it. You know, like, I love Jesus, but I cannot be bothered to go to church this week. I'm too tired. I've had a long week. I'm stressed. I don't want to be there. Everyone there is just going to be all, no, 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 no. And I just don't, I don't want to deal with it. Whatever. It's all good, though. I'll go next week. It's fine. I'll go next week. And, you know, today I'll just pray as I'm watching Jeremy Kyle and chilling with my pyjamas on, you know, new Christmas pyjamas. No, I'm the only person who doesn't get Christmas pyjamas, I'm just saying. Like, what is that tradition? What is that tradition? Yeah, I got them after Christmas Day. It's not the same. Christmas Eve pyjamas, isn't it? But, you know, we, we use the sentence. What else have I got written here? Oh, this is a great one. Oh, I love this one. I love Jesus, but I don't want to stop doing that. No, 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 no. You can have, you can have this bit of me, right? But this little bit, I love it, right? I just love doing this. So if I do all this for God and I just do this one little thing for me, it's all good because I'm giving 95% of myself to God and I got this little 5% to myself and it's all fine. I'll be fine. It's all good. Jesus loves me. I'm under grace. Woohoo! Forgiven. In it. But people go, oh, yeah, I love Jesus, but, 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 but. I'm just like, oh, what? Like, this is really wrecking me at the moment. I've been working on this message for like eight weeks. Not even lying. Eight weeks. It's been hard work, let me tell you. It's been hard work to get to this point. But through eight weeks, even I'm going to myself, Emily, wise up. What are you doing? Stop saying that sentence in your head. Stop being like, yeah, I love Jesus, but I don't like that girl in work, so I'm not talking to her. Like, what? That's not who Jesus was. Jesus didn't turn around and be like, I'm the son of God, but you're weird, so bye. And it? He didn't do that. And if we're called to be Christ-like, we do what Christ was like. So if Christ was like that... I should be like that, yeah? I know it's hardly any of us, so do me a favor. I'm going to say amen, and you better be loud. Ready for it? Amen? amen. That was, oh, that was awesome. I may do it again in a minute now. But yeah, I feel like everyone at one stage is going to try and find a way to justify their actions. And I think that may be because we haven't actually understood or taken on the first three parts of this, of this passage. If you really, 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 really genuinely, honestly, deep down in your heart love Jesus, you wouldn't need an excuse. You wouldn't need to find something to justify yourself. You'd be like, I messed up. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Being a Christian and following Jesus means to have a relationship. It doesn't mean to just be like, I believe in God, done. Check off my list, I'm going to heaven. Woohoo! When you're in a relationship, you don't want to do things that hurt people. You don't want to do things that make you unfaithful. You don't want to do things that are ever going to make pe- the other person upset. You want to be faithful. You want to be loyal. And you want to make people happy, right? But relationships demand responsibility. They absolutely downright. You want to get in a relationship, there are, uh, that's your responsibility. Now you've got loads of responsibility on your head. <laughs> I am responsible for my actions in my relationship, yeah? I can't just go out, right? Oh, we were out in San Dilo last night for Carlos' birthday. I can't just go out and pull some random bloke because I think, oh, he's fit. I'll just pull him. Can I? I've got a husband. Like, you can't do that. You can't. And like, I don't worry, I didn't before anyone thinks anything, okay? I'm not like that, people. I'm changed, okay? <laughs> oh, that was a joke. Oh, no, this is getting awkward. I wait, I talk way too much. <laughs> But it's true, and I can't just get home from work one day and think, I'm starving, I cook myself food. I can't cook, but that's not the point. I 
can't. I can't just cook for me and then Dan turn up and be like, oh, what about me? I'm starving. Oh, sorry, I ate all the food. You're bad. Isn't it? You can't do that. You've got responsibility. I can't just wash my own clothes. I can't just go out whenever I want and be like, Tarasen, I'm going and see you at like 12 o'clock and then I go to work next day, whatever. There's responsibility to have a relationship. I can't turn around and be like, for example, right? Dan, come here. You might as well come here. I'm talking about you so much. <laughs> talking about him all the time. You might as well be up here. Talking to you, pal. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. This is Dan. Do you or do you not believe in Dan? Right, we believe in Dan. <laughs> we believe in Dan because he's here. Yes, he's there. He's like a person. Of course we believe in him. That does not for one minute mean you have a relationship with Dan. No? I believe in Dan. Awesome. I'm married to Dan, but I know nothing about him. That's not a relationship. Same with Jesus. We can't turn around and be like, I believe in Jesus. Woo! I'm going to heaven. I love Jesus. How do you love Jesus? Well, you believe in him? That means you love him. No. No, 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 no. If you love Jesus, you know Jesus. You want to get to know Jesus. I love Dan, so I want to get to know Dan. I want to be around Dan. I want to speak to Dan. I want to... I'm saying Dan all the time. It's getting on my nerves. But you know what I mean? Like you've, got to, you've got to engage. You've got to be active in your relationship. Otherwise, there is no relationship. Yes? yes. Amen. 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 Okay, go sit down. <laughs> Spoiling up here. My personal relationship with Dan is nothing if it's not active. So my personal relationship with Jesus is nothing if it's not active. Okay? Amen. Oh, love it. <laughs> Relationships also demand sacrifice. And, you know, like, oh, I just, I just, he gets my nerves sometimes, right? So you've just got to put up with them sometimes, haven't you? Like, I get on his nerves as well. Like when I leave a toilet seat up, he hates it. And he really gets on his nerves. Don't know why. No big deal. Not the full, you know, like the lid. I don't pee standing up, people. I'm not a bloke. Calm down, right? The lid. He doesn't like the lid being up. It just gets on his nerves. We've got to compromise. Like, I don't really care, but I have to compromise because otherwise he has to go at me. So I have to close the lid, right? But <laughs> this is going pear-shaped. <laughs> We've got to sacrifice. We've got to give of ourselves often because otherwise, what's the point? Like, if it's all about me, then it's not a relationship. If it's all about Dan, then it's not a relationship. Although, it's often all about Dan. Burn! (laughs) But Jesus has done his part, yeah? He sacrificed for us. He gave his entire life for you on a cross. And if you haven't seen Passion of the Christ, I don't recommend it because it's gross. But I do recommend it because, oh my gosh, it changes your life. Like, it changed my life. Like, uh, I don't like thinking about it. But, like, it makes you go. Isn't it? We were speechless after we watched it. We watched it as a house group. And we were all just like, like, he did that for me, right? So that's what Jesus did for you. Died on a cross and he basically had hardly any of him left for you. So your turn now is to sacrifice for him. He's done his part, to be fair. I don't think he wanted to die on that cross. I don't think he was like, yes, I'm going to the cross, I'm going to the cross, whip me. He's not like that, is he? He was like sweating blood. He was so terrified, praying that God would take that cup away from him, take it, let someone else do it. But he was obedient and he sacrificed for us. So our turn now is to sacrifice for Jesus. A sacrifice means you have to do things you don't want to do. Sorry. <laughs> Amen? Amen. 
<laughs> um, so if Jesus can go through all that, right? I'm sure we can give up our alcohol or we can give up our, I don't know, whatever you struggle with. I'm sure it's not as hard as going to a cross. I'm almost positive about that, okay? I'm, I, I haven't been through an awful lot, but I'm sure, you know, I can give up whatever I struggle with because Jesus died on a cross for me. It's, it's pretty much easy compared to that, right? But then I noticed something else. Can we go back to, this, to the number one? It actually says here, right? The first, very first word is therefore. Therefore means for that reason, consequently. You get my drift, yeah? Paul's just spent the last 11 books explaining to you God's love, his mercy, his grace, how much he adores you, the fact he sent his son for you to die, like all this amazing stuff about God. And then he says, therefore, for that reason, consequently, in light of all that you've just been told about God's amazing grace, his mercy, his love, I urge you, I urge you, do not do this. Do this and allow this bit to be done. And then you get to see God's will. Like, don't you want to do all that stuff? Because I want to see God's will. I'm like, please, God, I'm desperate for this. Sometimes we're praying like, oh, God, you know, we want to change Armford. That's awesome. But if you're not changed yourself, how are you going to change Armford, right? And I mean it. I'm, t- I'm saying like, I'm never really that serious. But I'm being pretty serious right now. So take it, okay? I mean it. How can we change even your best friend if you are not changed yourself? You can't expect anything if you can't even start by yourself. So I think we need to go from I love Jesus but to I love Jesus so. I love Jesus so I'm not going to go get drunk because that's a bad witness. And I don't want my reputation affecting anything to do with Jesus. I want everything that comes out to me to shine Jesus. So if I'm hammered... I ain't shining Jesus. Amen? Amen. I love Jesus, so I'm going to go to church when I really, 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 really don't want to go to church, when I can't be bothered, and it's a really good episode of Jeremy Kylon, but I'm going to go anyway because Jesus died on a cross for me, so the least I can do is get to church on a Sunday. One morning. That's all he's asking for is one morning in church with your family. No big deal. I just think, you know what? I love Jesus, so I will do anything anything God calls me to do, anything God puts on my heart. I am preaching a message I don't really want to preach because God told me to preach it. And I'm like, okay, really? Like, this isn't going to be, this is not really me. Like, I don't speak to people like this. I don't get all serious. I don't get all like drama queen. I do. I do, but that's secret, okay? But you've got to do things. You've got to change your mindset be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Make it new. I think, all right, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it because God's called me to do it. And if Jesus can die on a cross, I can get to church. If Jesus can die on a cross, I could tell my friend I'm going to church. If Jesus, 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 I keep saying, I'm going to say these nuts in a minute, aren't I? If Jesus can die on a cross, you can do anything, anything God calls you to, no matter how hard it is, because God's with you. He's not going to make you do it on your own, on your own back, off your own strength. God's with you. So what's the problem? What's the problem? Isn't it? Come on, amen. Amen, 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 amen. Kaz, come up, baby. Babe, babe, come up, baby. <laughs> Can you tell I'm nervous? Yeah, yeah. Can you tell I'm nervous? Is it, is it coming across that I'm 
jabbering on all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, that's the right bit. I just think, do you know what? We need to wake up a bit. Shake it up a bit. Wakey, wakey, open your eyes. You want to see change in Armford? Amen? You want to see change in Armford? You want to see change in your families? You want to see change in your friends? You want our youth to grow? You want more Annas and Olivias? And boy versions? Amen? Come on, don't you? So start with you. Start with you. The better you become as a Christian, the easier it is for you to work through God. The easier it is for God to work through you, even. Better, better way of putting it. It's easier for me to stand up here and preach now, going, I just give it to you, God. I don't really want to preach it, but you just tell me what to say. Literally, I got up here and I was in my head going, God, just you're going to have to just work this out, like, because I'm going nuts in my head. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> but yeah, I just think, you know what? We need to wake up. And there's not many of you here, so maybe you are the ones who need to wake up. <laughs> I'm messing, don't worry, I'm messing. But seriously, who cares how many of you? If all of us changed, yeah? If every single one of us in this room changed, and we brought one more person, this church would be full. Simple as. One more person each, and this place is full. One more youth member, and we've got three youth sitting at the back. Two more youth members, we've got four youth at the back. Soon enough, we're going to need a bigger church. Amen? Okay, so we need to start with me and you and you and me together. We can do this together. You don't have to do it on your own. We can help each other. That's the point of friends and family. We come together, push each other through it, pick each other up. Do you know what? You're going to mess up. You are going to mess up all the time because we are born in sin. We're going to screw up. I don't know if I was allowed to say that. Sorry. But we are. We're going to mess up, right? But when your friend falls over... What do you do? You laugh? No, you pick them up. And you say, come on, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep pushing on. Why? Because Amford is relying on people to change. If we don't change, Amford don't change. If Amford don't change, our church don't grow. Sorry, our church don't grow. God's kingdom don't grow. <laughs> amen? <laughs> I've said amen a lot. <laughs> so we're going to have a worship break. I'm mixing it up a bit today. Yeah? Are we okay with that? I hope we're okay with that because we're doing it three times. So <laughs> unlucky. <laughs> but we're going to sing Oh Holy Spirit again because I want the Holy Spirit to come now. I've sort of broken this up because for me, I talk a lot. I talk, I even annoy myself. I talk a lot. And I just think we need a worship break where the Holy Spirit gets a chance to speak for a second. So we're going to sing this song. You can stay seated. And then I'm going to come up and pray and then I'm going to keep going and pre- preaching. Is that okay? I've only got like two hours left it's, no big deal. It's, it's fine it's all good we get there it's okay the kids won't mind they'll just play but I'm going to get back up we're going to pray and we're going to pray for people individuals in your spots heads down eyes closed it's all good don't worry about it then I'm going to keep preaching then we're going to have another worship break because I just think this morning is about the Holy Spirit it's all about what God wants and that's all I wanted from this message was God this is yours and you do with it what you want so we're going to have this worship break and in this worship break, I just want you to lock in. Just truly lock in as much as you can. And if God is telling you, do you know what? You need to wake up and you need to become a living sacrifice for me before you can do anything else. Step one, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. If that's you, I'm going to pray. No one's looking apart from me because I can't pray with my eyes closed up the front. I just can't do it. Um, but just put your hands in the air. That's a sign of surrender. 
and just say, do you know what? I need to start in me. And it's starting now and it's starting today and I'm doing it because I love Jesus. So I'm going to put my arms in the air. I'm not going to be scared. I'm not going to not do it because there's other people in the room. There's hardly anyone here today, so you're all good. It's fine. But I just want you to really focus on what God's telling you in your heart now. What's he telling you specifically? Don't worry about what he's telling anyone else. It's about you and it's about God. And that's all that matters. Amen? Okay, let's sing.
right, close your eyes. No looking, no cheating now, right? Close your eyes. I'm going to pray, and if it's you, right? If it's you that wants to decide right now, right now, today, that you need to start working for God rather than for the world, if you want to start, you know, being a sacrifice for God, because all he's done for you, everything that he's done for you, Come on, someone's got to do this, right? Put your arm in the air if this is you, right? And if it's not you, that's fine. But if it's you, just put your arm up, right? And we're going to pray right now. And I'm going to pray in this moment that God is going to change your life now. Like that, in a click. Because this is time now for us to lock in with God, right? Father God, I thank you so, so much for who you are. God, I thank you so much for what you've done. God, you gave your son that I would be set free. God, you gave your son that my friends would be set free, that my world would be set free. God, that every person on this planet will be freed from the devil and from the chains that they're held down by. Father God, I thank you for every person that's got their hands in the air. Father God, I pray as of this moment right now, in this place right now, God, in your house, God, that you would change that life. God, that you would accept them as a living sacrifice, God, and that you would come into their hearts, God, and you would just change the face of this church, God, thanks to the faithfulness of these people. God, how bold of them to put their arms in the air, God. I thank you for a bold, exciting, brave church, God. We love you so much, and we're so, 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 so thankful. Amen. Okay, keep playing. We're going to keep preaching. I'm allowed to keep preaching? I'm allowed? Is that okay? Okay, let me just find my place. <laughs> Okay, do you know what? I don't even want to be the kind of Christian that, you know that verse in the Bible that says, I didn't even know you? Oh, cuts me deep. Cuts me deep. Can you imagine you get to heaven and God, I didn't even know you. Oh, yes, you did. I believed in you. No, 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 no. I didn't know you. You had no relationship with me. Now, I don't know how serious God's going to take that bit. I don't know whether you get in or not. I don't know. But all I know is I don't want him to turn around to me and say, I didn't know you. I want to get to the end of my life and I want to look Jesus in the face and I want him to just look at me and say, do you know what? Well done, good and faithful servant. Do you know what? I want to be the kind of Christian that does stuff. How boring is it to just sit in church every Sunday and not do anything? It must be boring. I wouldn't know. I'm always doing something, but it must be boring. I love church. I love doing stuff for the church. Why? It's exciting. Gets you pumped. Gets you passionate. Gets you nuts like me. Sure you want that. It doesn't get you nuts, honestly. Joking. It's a joke. You're allowed to laugh. Amen? (laughs) I don't want to be that kind of Christian. I don't want to be part of a church that encourages people to do that. I want to be part of a church that encourages people to get up and do something. Be active in your relationship with Jesus. Help other people be active in their relationship with Jesus. Do something, anything, even if you can't think of something. You're called to be a witness of what God, of who Jesus is. You're called to be Christ-like. You don't know what your gift is? Don't worry about it. Just keep trying to be like Jesus and you'll find it out. That's a calling in itself, to be Christ-like, yeah? I was struggling with this big time, right? Just, I think it was just before Rock Nations. I was like, and I had to chat with Phil and I was like all emotional. I'm like, I just feel like I don't know where my place is. And he's like, what are you on about? You don't know your place. I was like, I just don't know. I don't know what is for me to do. What can I do? What can I do in this church? Even though I was doing youth and I was doing everything. I was just like, I'm all over the place. I want one thing. 
He's like, what? Just chill out. You're fine. You'll find it out. You'll work it out. God's got you covered. He's given you a gift. He gives everyone a gift. You're going to find it out. Be patient. Chill out. And I was like, ah, emotional wreck, crying. But ever since then, right, no word of a lie. Ever since that day, I've been like, everywhere I go, I'm like, ooh, message, ooh, message, ooh, message. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love preaching. Like, I get all nervous and fidgety and like giggly and nuts, but that's who I am, so it's tough. <laughs> but you work it out. When you chill out and you just go, do you know what? I don't know what my calling is, so I'll just do a bit of everything or I'll just do something and I'll just, do you know what? I don't care what I do. I just need to do something. And then you're going to work it out. You're going to work out what it is. But I don't want to be part of a church that goes, oh, do you know what? You probably haven't got a gift, actually. You can just sit in the pews, on the chairs, whatever, chill. It's fine. You'll get into heaven. That's not what ABC is. ABC is active, lively, fun, Go in for God, church. Amen? Amen. Okay. So for that to happen, we have to have active, lively, passionate go-doers. Yes? We have to be the... We are the church, not the building. We are the church. So we want this church to thrive. We have to thrive. Yeah? We've got to be active in our relationship. We've got to go for it. And part of that is not going for some stuff. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Do not be like your culture. How can I stand on a Friday? Me and Andrew talk about this all the time. <laughs> all the time, innit? All the time. How can I stand up here on a Friday and speak to people like Olivia and Anna if I'm out getting hammered the night before? How can I come and speak to them if I'm then going behind their backs and gossiping about someone behind their backs? I cannot speak to young people, or you, if I'm doing anything that hinders that or does, or does the total opposite or tells you, you do that, and I'll just be me. It's okay, I'll just tell you what to do. And I just pretend like I do everything fine. But secretly, I don't do everything fine. I've got my little 5% and I'm happy like. You can't do that. We've got to be the church that goes, do you know what? God's word tells us, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Not, maybe try not to. It says, do not. Do not. Stop doing it. Chill. Stop. No. Not, oh, just, you know, maybe have a go. Have a go. If it doesn't work, then just live your life, whatever. It says, don't do it. So we have to learn to not do it, right? And it's hard, and it's never going to be easy, and we're always going to mess up. We're always going to do things wrong. But if your conscious mind is, I am not going to mess up this week, and you mess up, no big deal. If your conscious mind is, I'm going out, and I'm getting slashed, yes. And then you're like, and then I'm coming to church, and I'm going to preach, yes. That don't work. But if you're going out like, okay, I'll have one, I'll have one, and then you mess up, don't worry about it, it's fine. We can, we can, we can sort that out. We can work it out. We can grow on that, yeah? But if the mindset is that you want to do something wrong and then you want to come and preach, that's wrong. Do not conform. We're supposed to do what God tells us to do, and God tells us not to conform. Amen? Okay, so we need to work on that, yeah? <laughs> I need to work on that. We all need to work on it. It's something that always going to be persistent all through life I'm sure everyone goes through it all through life it's never going to be easy but who said being a Christian was easy amen I mean I know that amen <laughs> I'll amen myself that's fine so we're going to do another worship break because I talk so much I need to chill um, but this time I'm going to ask you to stand right stand to your feet because this is the the hardest one I think because it's something you can't do and when you don't want to do when you're told not to do something 
your brain goes, do it. Done it. It's so annoying how your brain works. But it does. That's how your brain works. You go, I'm not going to eat chocolate. And the next thing, you're eating chocolate. It just happens like that. This is the most difficult one. But we don't have to do it on our own. We don't have to do it. I don't have to do it in my strength. I go, God, I need you to help me with this. Or I need to cut this out of my life right now, right here. Or I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Because I love Jesus, so I don't want to mess up. I don't want to do things on my own. I want to do things with God. I want to do things that God wants me to do. I don't want to do the wrong thing. I want to do the right thing. I think a lot of people are like that, whether you're Christian or not. But when you're a Christian... Come on, that's even more so, yeah? You need to do things that God wants you to do. Otherwise, how do we change things? So we're going to pray after we sing, but we're going to sing even louder. I love the drums. I'm a big drum fan. Love loud drums. And we're going to go for it, and we're going to lock in, and then we're going to pray for this again, and then I've only got one bit left, I promise. And I'll stop talking to you, I promise. Let's, let's just do it. <laughs> let's keep talking. <laughs> Holy Spirit, rain,
thing right step two so if you've done step one you're all good step two now moving on no more conforming to the world amen okay so if you want to if you're struggling right i struggle we all struggle so if you don't see a lot of hands i'm gonna be amazed <laughs> but we all struggle with, with things yeah so if you're struggling with one thing that's pestering you that you keep 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 messing up on this prayer's for you right now, right? Because we're saying no more. No more. We're not being held by these chains anymore. It's not happening. No more. We believe that God can change us, yeah? Okay, so if we believe God can change us, we believe he can do it in this place right now. Amen? Okay, so eyes closed. We're going to pray again. I'm going to pray for you. And if you want to, if you, I'm struggling, right? I want you to stick your arm in the air. Again, another physical thing to do. And it's all good because we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, our bodies, physical, yeah? we got to do things, right, guys? So if you don't want to do it, do it in your heart. But I'm telling you, the release you'll have putting your arm in the air is amazing. I'm going to pray, and if you put your arm in the air, I'm praying for you specifically. I'm going to pray for you all anyway, though, okay? Is that okay? Amen? Okay, let's close your eyes. Father God, I pray for every struggle in this room God for every person who struggles with that one little thing God that keeps coming back and keeps tripping them up and keeps making them fall over God I pray that in this place right now in your presence God we are calling on the name of Jesus God the name that is above all names God that you would cut that thing dead God that you would be there with them God that they would no longer struggle with that thing God whatever it is God everyone's got different things God whatever the thing they are struggling with Father God in this place right now every single hand lifted up would have help by the Holy Spirit to cut that thing dead no longer be bound by it God we are set free in the name of Jesus set free in the name of Jesus Amen Amen. Okay, I'm almost done. I'm getting it. You, you didn't can wait. Honestly, it won't be burnt. I promise. I'm almost done. <laughs> okay. Last thing. I think this church has got a massive, massive future. I just do. I love this church. I've always had a feeling that there's something a little special in this place, right? But we spoke about this earlier, and I'm going to speak about it again. How can we explain other people to change how can you expect anybody else to change if you can't change you can't you can't do it it's wrong you can't do it you can't expect your cousin or your grandmother or your best friend in work or whatever to change if you yourself don't want to change it says to be transformed totally changed transformed made new renewing your mind making your mind new again change it we can't be half in half out oh I sort of want to change I sort of don't want to change I'll just keep my little piece of 5% it's not like that that's not what being a Christian is so if you believe in this church right you believe in the power that's in this place there is power in this place today I'm telling you the Holy Spirit's here I can feel it I can feel it in my bones 
If you want to change Armorford, we have to take what's in here out of here. Okay? It's not confined by walls. Jesus isn't confined by a little room. We've got to start changing ourselves and people see it. And then it's outside of the walls. We're no longer Sunday Christians, yeah? Also, I don't like Sunday Christians. I almost said I hate them. I don't hate them. I don't hate them. I love them. But I don't get on with them. <laughs> Do you know, we had prayer and praise. I think it was like two months ago. If you don't come to prayer and praise, I'll tell you, you miss out big style. And we watched um, a clip of Louis, Louis, what's his name? Louis Giglio. And he's talking about prayer, right? And he's talking about how we should be on our knees, with our hands out, on your own, as Jesus usually did. And it was epic, wasn't it? Oh, it was awesome. And if you want to see it, my dad will send you the link. It's brilliant. And then we had a ridiculously crazy prophecy that said that if we want to be transformed, get on your knees, get your hands out on your own like Jesus did. Step one of being transformed. How easy is that? Taking five minutes out your day sit on your own just be with Jesus do you know we've got other things we can do coming to church regular that is awesome do you know days like awesome days on Sundays don't happen if you don't turn up if there's no one here nothing's going to happen we've got to turn up all the time be faithful we've got to got to be around Christians you've got to be around Christians or you're going to turn into people out in the world do you know we heard a preacher once say that you are the five people you surround yourself with. I was like, that is a good analogy. I'm going to steal it. I am stealing it. Because the five people you spend most time on have the most influence on you, yeah? So if one of those five is not a Christian, how have you got any influence on any people to say, what are you doing? Any people to pick you up and say, you don't need to do that. You need to be surrounded by people who love you enough to say, hey, you're messing up. And you shouldn't be offended by that. Do you know if someone pulled me up on something, I'd be embarrassed if anything. I'd be like, really? I'm so sorry. Isn't it? Because you're like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to mess up. But it's awesome when people can get, say, hey, do you know what? Come sit here. Let's have a chat. Let's just work this out right now. Because I love you and I want to see you go on the right path. That's a good thing for people to do. That's a good reason to come to church. That's an awesome reason to come to church. Do you know that's what's awesome about house group? You've got these close-knit friends, people who do stuff like that for you. Do you know what? We can do so much to be transformed. So much. There is so much. Just praying. There's reading your Bible. Reading your Bible is hard. It's hard. I find it very, very hard, which is why I love Google. <laughs> but if we don't do these things, how do we know Jesus? Our relationship isn't active, and then we don't get transformed. So the point I'm trying to make is, basically, I want to be transformed. I want to be different. I don't want to be who I was when I walked through this door. So we sang that song, Jesus, just as I am, I come. Yeah, just as I am, I come. But now I want to leave different, right? If you want to leave different, whoa, something's going to happen to you. If you come in thinking, I'm going to change today, I'm going to listen to that message, and something in me is going to change, I bet you, you'll leave changed. I bet you. bet you any money. It just happens. God works in these ways. It's brilliant. I want to be changed. And I want you to be changed. And I want our church to be changed. I want our youth to be changed. I want Amphor to be changed, right? Transformed. But that's active. You have to do something. So we're going to have another worship break for the last one.
okay? But this time, it's an active thing, right? And I'm already done, I've already done it. So I'm, I'm a living proof of what we're about to do. I'm going to ask you, right, if you genuinely, genuine, 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 truly, 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 truly want to be transformed by God. I don't want you to stand up this time. I don't want to put your hand up this time. I want you to come forward, right? But leaders are going to pray. But not just leaders. I'm going YABC today. And in YABC, when we have people come up the front, we don't just have the team praying. We have our youth praying because the youth pray awesome. They do, right? So if you come up the front and you're on your own, I'm going to come pray with you because I want to be prayed for. I want to change. And then if there's someone next to you who's on their own, go and pray with them. I want people moving all over the place. It's not about the leaders and us. It's about all of us. We're all in it together, yeah? We're all in this journey together. We can all pray for each other. Praying's not hard. It's easy. You just say what you think. It's easy. And then say, Amen. That's what I do. <laughs> Isn't it? You don't have to like think along crazy words. You just say what you say and you pray for someone because you love them and you want to see them change. And if you want to see people change and you want to change, I am challenging you as of this moment. I'm up here and we're going to sing. And as we sing, if you want to be prayed for, you come to the front. I'm not going to, I'm not going to call anyone this time. If you want to come, you come to the front and then I'm done. That's all I've got to say. I think, let me just check. Yeah, I'm done. It's all good. No more blabbing. But we are going to sing this song. We are going to sing it with loud, crazy drums because it's awesome and it builds the atmosphere. And the Holy Spirit is going to come. And whoever in this room wants to be changed is going to start to change as of now. I believe it. I believe it because God just wants you to change. Otherwise, it's not in his word. Why would he put it in his word if he doesn't want you to change? If he doesn't want you to totally be transformed, he wouldn't write the word transformed in the Bible. <laughs> he just wouldn't. What's the point? So we're going to sing, and I'm challenging you, and it's a big challenge because it's scary, and you have to be brave and bold. But let me tell you something, right? We did this on a Friday, and we had, how many, like 15 kids come up the front? And we were all like, you know, I thought maybe one. I thought, you know, let's be optimistic, one will come up. And they, they were like flooding forwards, and the team were like, oh my goodness, this is nuts. It was wicked, but... How awesome. Young people who don't even really understand what we're talking about, apart from those two, because they're super amazing, are bold enough to get out of their seat in front of people they don't really know, in front of people they're trying to be cool in front of, and say, do you know what? I need God. So I'm challenging you. If you need God, if, do you know what? Let's open it up. If you need anything from God, not just changing, you need anything from God, I am challenging you to come up the front and be prayed for and pray for other people and if you don't want to come up and you want to pray for somebody just put your arm in the air that's easy no no problem we can do that but I'm, the challenge is to do something do something do something because it's going to change your life and I'm telling you it's going to change your life amen amen thank you
responded. Maybe it's something you're not used to this morning. But Jesus loves you this morning. And you know, I'd never want a moment to go where you don't have the opportunity to come forward and maybe to be prayed for. You know, the title of Emily's message was I love you Jesus but... that but in this service this morning and you know as Karis we're going to sing this song again we're praying for a few people it's your moment to come out it's your moment to come for prayer for whatever this morning don't leave the but be here but I'll get embarrassed I challenge you this morning just to walk from your chair and come to the front and stand for prayer Jesus Yeah. 
Father God, we thank you for the privilege of being in your house today. Lord, as we said so often this year, as we've reflected on situations across the globe, we see what happened in Paris and we see what's happened in Syria and so many different places. Father God, we thank you for the freedom of our democracy and that we live in such a, a wonderful country, Lord, that we can worship freely, lift our hands to you and praise you without fear of someone coming in the door and just randomly taking our lives. Lord, we thank you for your grace. Lord, we thank you for your grace as well, for Lord, and your word to us today. Thank you for Emily who has brought it so faithfully. Pray that you would bless her and anoint her and to continue to stir her heart as you do. Oh God, we felt challenged by your word today. Lord, consume us. Transform us. And for each person here, Lord, that is struggling with particular issues or areas, Lord, I pray that this year will be their year from the victory. From this time forth, Lord, that they will get a victory in what they seek for. In Jesus' name we ask. In Jesus' name we ask. I'm going to pray a prayer. Look at me for a second. I'm going to pray a prayer of gratitude as we could finish the year. Just take your seats for a minute. Do you know, some of you know that I had to visit casualty, uh, visit hospital yesterday, get something removed from my ear. Uh, and as I was walking out, I didn't know where the chapel was in Glanguilly Hospital. But as I walked out, I just saw the chapel and I just thought, oh, this is where the chapel is. And I stepped into the chapel and just had a look around at, at what was there. And there was a Christmas tree that was in the corner and it, and it was called the Tree of Hope. And on the, the Christmas tree, it was encouraging people to write little heartfelt messages and hang them on the Christmas tree. And you're just looking around there, and I grabbed one uh, little kind of label that had been written and hung on the Christmas tree. Um, and it was written by a couple, I don't know who they are or whatever, but they had come... And what was supposed to be a Christmas, a celebration Christmas of them, they are twin girls that she gave birth to a couple of days earlier had passed away. And, you know, I was just reading that message there. And if there's one thing God has been speaking to me this year, and you've maybe seen me on social media and other things putting up, is to develop an attitude of gratitude in everything. And even when I just pray about Paris there, do you know, we've got a lot to be thankful for, haven't we, church? can we develop our attitude of gratitude and as we go home now and we fill our bellies and we finish the turkey that's three days old or whatever it is can we have an attitude of gratitude as we thank God and reflect on the year that's been ours and oh, every message that's been preached from you every heart that's been challenged every life that's been changed and transformed let's finish so we'll stand again and give an attitude of gratitude to him Yes, so stand with me as we just pray in thanksgiving for what he's done for us. Lord, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. You are so good to us. You are so good to us. And so we come with hearts of thanks and gratefulness for your mercy and for your love and for your care and compassion. Lord, we're not where we should be further still from where you would maybe have us to be 
but thank God, oh Lord, we're not what we used to be. So Lord, we thank you, Lord, in reflection on the year that's been ours. Lord, that you've been so good and so faithful to this house and to each person here. And Lord, as we reflect um, on, on the past and look forward to 2016, Lord, I pray that you will be in everything, in every moment that we have. For Jesus' sake we ask and we'll give you the praise, the honor and the glory forever and ever. Amen. This message was brought to you by ABC Church. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org or search for us on Facebook or Twitter. You can also contact us by phone on 01269 596000.